0: as it had been told them. Lord God, we thank You again for granting us the blessing of hearing Your Word this morning, of gathering this morning, and all that we celebrate this day. Lord, what a great joy it is to be alive, to be in Your presence, to be in the presence of our brothers and sisters, and to rejoice with what You have given to us. Lord, open our hearts and our minds. More and more we pray. Through Christ our Lord we ask. Amen. Okay, I say Merry Christmas, you say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas! Outstanding, that's what we're talking about. Now, why do we say Merry Christmas? Have you thought about that? Merry Christmas this is kind of an oddball thing. If you've ever traveled internationally, if you've gone to other English-speaking lands, you know outside of Canada, uh, who's kind of similar to us, that they don't say Merry Christmas. They say Happy Christmas. Now, if you sit and think about it for a few seconds, Happy Christmas, Merry Christmas... They basically kind of mean the same thing. They're synonyms. So it would kind of make sense that uh, Happy Christmas, Merry Christmas would kind of be the same. But if you say Happy Christmas to folks around here, they really do kind of strike you a little odd. Uh, and I suppose Merry Christmas sounds the same way in Australia or England or something along those lines. Uh, we say Merry Christmas, and I like that. I like the Merry Christmas more than Happy Christmas for a particular reason. By and large, it is just semantics. Uh, I do think that uh, Happy and Merry kind of have the same general meaning, but there is a little bit different. If I say Happy Birthday to you or or, uh, Happy New Year or something like that, I am wishing you, I am praying for you, I am hoping that God is going to give you a blessed day or a blessed year. I'm saying, boy, I hope that today positive things happen for you. That's what I'm saying when I say Happy Christmas. Sorry, that's what I'm saying when I say Happy New Year or something along those lines, okay? But when I say Merry Christmas, I'm not simply saying I want something positive to happen. I hope your day is positive, The merriment has this sense of, of festive, celebration, uh, joyous and uh, an outpouring of of excitement it's actually historically part of the reason why merry christmas is not used in england because the english didn't want people going kind of crazy their english you know they didn't want people going kind of really excited and stuff like that whereas in uh, america here we want our festive celebration to be festive in celebration. So we say Merry Christmas, and that I am hoping, I'm asking when I say that, not just that you have a pleasant, happy Christmas, I, I hope you do, but I want you to have merriment during the Christmas season. I, I, I want you to explode with that kind of joy and excitement that falls into the festival kind of a feeling. And that fits perfectly The reason why I like Merry Christmas a little bit better than Happy Christmas is because it fits perfectly with what I understand the purpose of Jesus coming to earth, the purpose of Christmas as a whole. If you've been around our church for the past uh, Advent season, we have been asking the question, why is it that Jesus coming coming to earth on the Christmas morning is such a big deal? We know that Jesus is the reason for the season, but what's the purpose behind that? And so what we've done is we've taken different phrases that Jesus has used, the actual statements where he says, look, this is the reason why I came, and we've kind of looked at those. If he says, look, this is the reason why I came, then I think we should take it to heart, as I would encourage us to do here today. Jesus says, this is the reason why I came, and I think it is nothing but an a. An expression, an excuse almost for us to have a merry Christmas. A festive, an overwhelming, joyful Christmas day together here. Now why do I think that way? Well, simply because of this phrase that Jesus used in John 10. He says, I came, so there you go, describing why he came to earth. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. That they may have life and have it abundantly. Well, first off, who's the they? We are. (laughs) We are the they. We are the people Jesus had in mind when he articulated the reason why he came to earth. Why did he come to earth? For this motley gathering right here. And for those who would identify and claim the name of Jesus Christ. That's why Christ identified that he came for those. For us. Now, why does he use the word for them uh, rather than for you or those kind of things? Well, I kind of took this out of the middle of a story. Jesus right now is using, the, in John 10, he's kind of using a, an illustration. He says, look, I'm like a good shepherd, and all of you guys are like sheep. And this is what the good shepherd does. He, he cares. I have come to care for my sheep so that they might have life and might have it abundantly. So he uses the them to refer to sheep. Which is us. Now, most of us don't know what it's like to be a sheep, or we don't think about ourselves as sheep. Um, but we should. Because the scripture does frequently enough that that's a term that we should keep in mind. Sheep, overwhelmingly, are helpless. Sheep have, I'm sure, lots of good qualities and, you know, wool and all that kind of stuff. But the character that is standing out in Jesus' story is that they are Helpless. We have to recognize that when Jesus says that I came to earth, He is saying first and foremost, I came because you are helpless. It's hard for us to think that way about ourselves. But that's the way the Scriptures describe it. And then it goes on to talk about us having a Merry Christmas. It goes on then to say, and I am trying to advocate for the fact That your merriment is tied to your recognition that we are helpless. How is that possible? Well, it is possible simply because the merriment that we are supposed to have is being excited, festival joy that we, though helpless, nevertheless are saved by our Lord Jesus Christ. That is supposed to evoke a party sense, a party atmosphere in our minds, a great merriment. Because we, though we are helpless, Christ came. And what did He come for? I have come that they may have life. That they may have life. Now, the reality is, separated from Jesus Christ, there is no life. This is a dichotomy that Jesus articulates here, that Scripture articulates that there are those who are separated from Jesus Christ and they experience death. And there are those who experience life who have been joined with Jesus Christ. Now again, those are helpless and yet they are joined by Jesus' action. And here we have the reality that we have life and death. Jesus' coming to earth is the distinction between life and death, and that should be cause for merriment. That should be cause for great excitement by God's people. Hey, we are here, we experience life. The possibilities before us is life because Christ came. If Christ had not come, we would not have that experience. Now, most people don't realize that they are living a life that is not a life. But we have that blessing because we have the Scriptures, because we have Christ, because we have one another. We can see and understand that life comes because Jesus came to earth. But not just life. I came to have life and to have it abundantly. Do you remember that game that you used to play as a kid where you always tried to one-up somebody else? You know, and, and they'd say thousands and you'd say millions. And they'd say, million millions. And you'd say, billions and billions. And eventually it would work itself around to gazillions. Yeah, well, I'm gazillions and gazillions of gazillions. Okay, a gazillion. Boy, I just had a thought. Is a gazillion a really number? It is. Shoot. My whole illustration just went out the window. Uh, what's, what's a non-nonsensical? Bagillion. Thank you. Okay. So remember how you would say bazillion, bazillion okay, bazillion, whatever. You, ca- you just create this, boy, this is just flopping terribly. You create this, this completely unknown number. And the point is, no matter what you think you are, I am more. I am more. That's what abundant means. Jesus came to give you life and to give you life that is abundant. It basically means, and even more. I have come to give you whatever you picture life being. Whatever the satisfaction of your soul would be most faithful in. The experience of Christ and God in His fullness in your life. What Christ has come for is so that you would have life and even more even more than whatever you think. In other passages, Paul, Paul talks about how that what we what God gives to us is even beyond our imaginings. That's what Jesus is saying here. Jesus says, I have come so that you might have life. And not just that, but that it would be abundant. It would be exceeding. It would be overwhelming to whatever you could possibly picture. That's what Christmas is. That's why it's merry, or why my hope for you is that it is merry, that you will experience in yourself, that you will get used to the idea that what Christmas entails is not just a state of happiness or just not good things that we want God to bring, but rather we want that merriment that reflects well an understanding that we have been saved from death To life and being saved from death to life god grants us that life abundantly overwhelmingly more and more this is the gift that god has in store for us this is the reason for christ's coming that you might have life and you might have it abundantly and that's why it's a great joy to be able to say merry christmas